Welcome into Mozzie and the Muscle. I'm the Muscle, joined by the coolest co-host, Mozzie. Aw, you are so kind. How are you doing today, man? I am doing well. Uh, you know, weekend's pretty much here. You know, we got we get to be old and talk about how we're looking forward to the weekend, you know. Mondays, you know, case of them. Oh, yeah, I got a case of the Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I have to work, unfortunately, tonight, but then I am off this weekend, get to go see my family, have my own little Thanksgiving. It'll be fun. Nice, nice. Sounds like a good time. Yeah. Aside from, yeah, the day of work, but... I'll be fine. I'll be mm-hmm. fine. But... So we attempted a, a live stream last night during the game. Um, sort of worked, sort of didn't. We had some issues with the, with the thing we were using, but in the future we plan to get our beautiful faces on the screen as we as we talk about uh, football among many other things. Oh man, I'm so excited! Yes, we're going to be trying to go on YouTube and bring these beautiful faces made for radio to the television. <laughs> yeah, we're we're looking for something good to use. So we we're trying we're playing a streaming yard last night, and I love like all the functionalities with it. We just can't get the audio to stay consistently. So if we can get that to stay consistently, we'll use that. But we'll obviously look for some other options if that's not reliable. But yeah, because that one that we had a banner we could put up, yeah. and we could actually say at the bottom of the screen like this: "We're talking about this particular game now," and you mm-hmm. could fast forward to certain points if you wanted to see it. So, lots of good things coming. The progression, man, it's yeah. happening. It's pretty awesome, isn't it? Yep, some progressive overload for Mozzie and the Muscle for, for all of our growth. So, um, yeah, the Thursday night game. We can talk about that real quick um, instead of going over all the last week, but. Good yeah, game last night. It was close. It was close. How about that no review? Yeah, just they uh yeah, I mean it was the end of the game. Darius Leonard is saying he has the ball and then Watson saying he recovered it and they just don't review it. Yeah, I was like I don't yeah, I didn't get that either. <laughs> I'm like why not? Maybe nothing happens, sure. I think it's leaning more towards it was probably still Texans ball, but still. There's no reason it, not to review it. Why would you not yeah. just review it? <laughs> mm-hmm. But so, but I, I do feel the, the better team won, though, right? I mean, would you agree with yeah, that? Yeah, I agreed, yeah. It was also the team we picked, so you know, we're yeah. not going to argue with that. <laughs> it. Yeah, we, we did we did discuss it that we picked the Texans. We didn't, we're not just saying afterwards we picked them to seem cool. We picked the Texans. Made sense. So, Yeah, I mean, for these AFC South divisional matchups, you and I tend to lean just like, who's the home team? Yeah. Sometimes it's not honestly that simple, but, you know, sometimes it just makes sense. Yeah. So, so we can move on to... Um, our, our Sunday games for week 12. So we've got Tampa at Atlanta to start. Um, I'm excited. I'm picking um, Atlanta here. Oh, I am too. It goes back to what we said a few weeks ago when we were like, the Falcons are kind of like super underperforming right now. They're like two and seven. Watch them flip the script in the second half of the year and win out, basically. And yeah. Well, <laughs> they have just crushed two divisional opponents most like most notably the saints just mm-hmm. absolutely bored them uh but beat up on carolina too and now they get tampa their defense is playing really well and they're taking advantage of like bad quarterback play um so with that in mind i am not high on Jameis this particular week no yeah <laughs> i mean i'm i'm never really that high on him but this week especially not um he can always just like throw for 300 yards, but he might have four t- interceptions. Yeah, I guess it, it depends on like your league's interception penalties and turnover penalties, <laughs> I guess, too. But, yeah, um, that's true. Cause yeah, you, I mean, he could go for 300 yards, but it could be like one touchdown and like four turnovers. Yeah. The classic Jameis line. Yeah. Of like balancing his shit out with bad. But, yeah, it's like the Atlanta team. So I we talked about this last night a bit, but um, like Dan Quinn handing over the defense like has helped them tremendously, and it's coincided with like all these divisional games too. So it's opponents you're familiar with, like delegating out, getting to the defense changed. Like it all makes a lot of sense as to why they're doing well. Um, so I I, I expected to continue versus Tampa. I don't see why it wouldn't. No, agreed. If if they can do it against New Orleans and Carolina, they can do it against Tampa. Yeah. And their defense is what's flipped. Their offense was 
never bad. Mm-hmm. So then that's just continuing to go strong. Doesn't seem to matter what running back is in the game. Their offense just clicks with Maddie and Julio and Ridley and that. Uh, Hooper would be nice too, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I fully expect like a good Julio game, probably a good Ridley game too. Like it's it's you know, I mean we've we've gone in before on how Julio and Tampa go together. Yeah, Julio <laughs> just gongs on Tampa. <laughs> they are at home in Atlanta's in Matt Ryan's dome. This could yeah, be... they they get Tampa Bay fucked when that happens. Very so. very very high touchdown passing game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'm all over the passing game there. I'm I'm off on Brian Hill though for this week. Yeah, I mean Tampa run game. Good, it's yeah, good to play it safe with that. Uh, Atlanta's run game hasn't been strong all year anyway. No, it really hasn't. That's why I was saying like they Devonte, Brian Hill, Lito Smith, Quadri Allison. One of them like is playing, but it's not changing really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean to to be fair, like he did get like cucked a bit last week, but he got one overturned and like vultured so. Yeah. Cool. Oh, it's outside. Is that? It's not thunder. It must be the dumpster. Hmm. Sounded loud and scary, but <laughs> I do uh, think. So I was gonna say, speaking of dumpsters. Yeah, speaking of dumpsters and scary. Um. <laughs> but I do. I do think the Atlanta defense is interesting here. I totally agree. For that beautiful turnover potential that Jameis always provides to any defense. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, this this should be hopefully an Atlanta win. I mean, just to for you know momentum sake and you know, morale sake, like it helps them. Uh, earlier yeah. in the week, I guess one last note is I kind of was high on taking the under in this game because I thought Atlanta's defense would really shut down the Buccaneers' offense to the point where I don't think they score more than like thirteen, sixteen points. Yeah, so the over-under has been bet down by a three, which is a big swing already. Mm-hmm. So it seems like that's the general consensus is, like, it's not going to go as high as, you know, sounds like it might. Right. The only thing is, like, I don't think there's anything stopping Matt Ryan from just torching them all day. So, like, they, I, I mean, agree. <laughs> that over-under could be hit just because of Matt Ryan getting 40 points, you know? Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you there, but... Um, I think that's about this game. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, we've got Denver at Buffalo. I'm unsure who I who I want to pick. I'm pretty stout on Buffalo at the moment. Not like that. I think they're a great team necessarily, but uh, their defense at home against Denver to me seems pretty solid. I don't, I don't. Has Brandon Allen gone on the road yet? Let me look. I feel like all his games have been home, but I could be wrong in that. Let me see. Um, well, no, they no, went to Minnesota, Minnesota yeah. yeah. Yeah, they went to Minnesota. And so, like, I guess what we were talking about is that Denver's actually looked a lot more competent with Brandon Allen. The team is playing with a little bit more oomph, perhaps. Um, <laughs> you know, I put a leader in that actually wants to win. Uh, <laughs> Someone that looks the, like they care. Right. At the same time, Buffalo, like, their offense was rolling last week against the Dolphins, which doesn't mean a whole lot, but they are moving a little bit more in a positive offensive like scoring trend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, cause they're they've been kind of playing. I don't know if they say faster, but um, let me see. I mean, they did get Miami last week. That's a nice like tune-up game for sure. Yeah. But eh, yeah, it kind of goes up or down in fluctuates. But like, if Josh Allen like is slinging it, then potential for bombs are there one way or the other yeah now denver's been playing well so i don't think this is a blowout by any means and denver could actually win this game totally but i'm going with like the 23 20 buffalo at home yeah it's going to be an exciting game although i do think philip Lindsay has a really good matchup here just based off mm-hmm. buffalo's run defense one isn't that great overall and two they're pretty rough with like the second level like you know tackling after someone gets kind of through so it kind of fits with Lindsey a lot, so I'm ex- I think his potential is pretty good. And honestly, either defense he can make a case for here. Yeah, for sure. I yeah, I picked Bills just because like I think they're gonna win, but I I think Denver's safe too. Yeah, but overall this game's pretty gross, and if I can avoid it, I will. You know. Yep. Same. 
there are other better games to watch. Mm-hmm. But it's, not the next game. No, nah, yeah, <laughs> Giants of Chicago is pretty rough. Um, also, I don't, will not be watching this. Yeah, I also don't know. I don't know how picking here either. I'm waiting on some injury news um, from the Giants. It sounds like so. I could we do already know that there's no Ingram, no Ray Ellison, um, and then it seems like Sterling Shepard's gonna play. So that's that's part of it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go here. I think I'll go with Chicago, but I don't. I don't know. Meh. What was leaning you towards not picking Chicago? Is it Trubisky? Yeah, and like they the defense like hasn't been that good. That like the run defense is rough. They've not been getting much pressure. Like there's nothing to convince. Like Chicago's not a good team, and so like I don't have any like definitive reason to say oh they should beat the Giants. I know. So I like I mean they could just win with Saquon probably. Yeah, the I mean Bears can't uh, score. Yeah, like, I don't know. There's nothing. There's nothing inspiring here. Yeah, the only thing is that, like, in terms of point differential, the Bears are, like, minus 5 and the Giants are minus 86. So there's definitely, like, a clear worse team overall. But, like, the Bears offense, man, it's hard for me to go with them. Yeah, Even last week, like... Uh, if you're just saying, okay, one game, like, either team could win, like, easily, like, in theory. So, oh, man. But, anyway, I do think A-Rob should have a good week. Despite my disdain for Trubisky or maybe Chase Daniel, who knows? But like this past defense is not good, like at all. Yeah, whatsoever. Yeah, Giants secondary. Well, Giants defense is just not good. No, it's not, so that's the thing is the Giants match up well against the Bears because the weakest part of the Bears is their offense, and the weakest part of the Giants is their defense. Yeah. It's... <laughs> It's like, like I said, it's it's the stoppable force versus movable object, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but Barkley should have a good week too, as well on the other side. But another game that I'm not really too excited about per se. So, yeah. Uh, if you had to take either of the running backs in Chicago, would you? Um. Okay. Let me see. Let me check on David Montgomery's status because I know he had the ankle thing kind of going. I think he's fine. So, I guess I'd go him. Although, I'll have heard the word Chase Daniel has shown a propensity to go towards Tariq Cohen, though. Is it so. Chase Daniel this week? I don't know. I, th- I think it's Trubisky, but and the, I'm just throwing out the off chance there. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And, oh, yeah, oh yeah, back on Atlanta, I forgot to mention Hooper and Freeman have been ruled out already. But, Damn. Yeah, well, the injuries will kind of just go through them as we hit the games. But, yeah, that game's gross. Uh, moving on to Pittsburgh at Cincy. This one's not super exciting either, obviously. Uh, uh I, so I have Cincy as a match overall. Is there anyone on Cincy you would find any interest in? No. Okay. And then uh, Pittsburgh. None whatsoever. Yeah. So <laughs> Pittsburgh, we know uh, Connor's going to be out. It sounds like Juju's out. I think Deontay Johnson is in. Probably we'll, we'll set to see. But um, based on that, um, oh, I just got a notification. Mitch Trubisky will play week 12 because apparently he had a hit pointer. Uh, but. Could use some throwing pointers. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Fucking got him. But yeah, I think Pittsburgh side, so with all those people out, like Vance, McDonald, and Jalen Samuels makes sense for sure. Yeah, and uh, I think Pittsburgh could basically win this t- game just with their defense. So I think they're a fine option too. Agreed. I mean, some of these games have like not. <laughs> like these last three games are so. <laughs> Like the yeah, to get rid of the garbage so ones first. Yeah, these are like 40 point and under totals, basically. Yeah, just get through the shit first. And this is kind of our transition from this shit now. Miami at Cleveland. Um, well, we do both have Pittsburgh, by the way. But um, And in this one, we both have Cleveland. So, I think most of Cleveland makes sense. Like, Chubb makes sense. Yep, Chubb um, makes sense. Landry makes sense a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, revenge game. Revenge. Um, like Odell should have a good time too. Like I guess all that kind of points to Baker too. But yeah. And there, is there anyone from the Dolphins you like? So Devontae Parker actually like I don't know that I like him, but like he's fine in the sense that he's been getting just a buttload of targets. Ugh. Yeah, Fitzpatrick and, loves him. And the Browns defense is getting pretty decimated, so it's not like they're scary per se, but. It's just, it's just like, so he's gotten 10 targets each of the last two weeks. Like, now that Preston Williams is, has been out, so... 
he's the only guy really for Fitzpatrick to like go to. And he had seven for one thirty five last week on ten targets versus Buffalo too. So that's wild. Because like the thing is like it's it's one of those things where if they're doing well, he's probably getting the ball, and if they're in garbage time, he's gonna get the ball some too. So like there is actually like a floor there in the sense that like even if the team is really bad, if a guy gets enough looks, he'll have some value as long as he's not total trash. Yeah. So, but otherwise, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're both taking Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, any any interest in the Cleveland defense here, even though they're kind of decimated? <sighs> Not really. I I like. I don't know. I I don't think they're bad pick by any means. They're at home. The Dolphins are the Dolphins. Like, at any be moment, fine. Yeah, at any moment, it could be if it's tragic. True. But it's it's actually it's not like my favorite, but it's not like you know the worst option. Yeah, exactly. I think the Browns like can score a lot, so the Dolphins will also be trying to push the ball downfield a lot, and that's not a bad place for Fitzpatrick to be in. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. I'm not gonna use them, but they're not bad to use. Uh, yeah, if you're kind of in a pinch for sure. But next up, we've got Carolina at New Orleans. We both have New Orleans. Um, I mean, you've got the usual bangers. Like, there's the obvious Camara, CMC, Thomas. But outside of those three, who who are you into? Um, man, I'm pretty down on Carolina this week. I think they really struggle against the New Orleans defense. Do you have any interest in like Moore or Samuels at all? I I can't get a read on which one I'd prefer at the moment. Um, I guess I think I'd DJ Moore's just been getting his every week. He's so getting I a lot think of he's targets. Fine PPR wise. I don't think that really changes. Yeah, let me let me check his targets last few weeks. Um, DJ Moore. So it, it, he, I mean, he's averaged like ten targets a week. Yep, I mean, it's been more. So since week six, um, so they obviously had the week seven by. So he has had 10, 9, 10, 11, 15 targets. He's yeah. only had two games under eight targets the whole year too. So yeah, it's nuts. He uh, he gets the ball a lot. Mm-hmm. I so. think I do think that continues. I think Moore is fine. I don't know about Samuel. The offense isn't, like, doing enough to really boost his value because he's a guy who benefits from the offense just being good because, like, he's an explosive play guy, like, touchdown guy. So, like, if he – if the offense isn't supporting enough, then it, it hurts him a lot. Exactly. And I don't I don't think the offense is doing that this week. Not really. Mm-hmm. And then – oh, I did just get an official, official notice that Juju will be out too, by the way. So. Oh, there we go. Yes, it was inevitable. But um, what about um, the tight ends, Cook or Olsen? I thought about Olsen, but I don't really know how New Orleans is against tight ends. But I kind of do like Olsen. I was gonna laugh if that was the end of it. I thought about Olsen. <laughs> thought about Olsen. That's it. <laughs> Let me take a look into it. But let's see. Ten yardage. Um, no one's just, you know, five. The thing is, like, they're not, they're not, they're not at either extreme. So it's kind of like, well, Green Bay's been really rough against tight ends. Who have they even played? I know. That's why I really want Kittle to come back. <laughs> yeah, who have they been getting crushed by? I'm looking. Um, I, oh, that's right. They had Waller, Kelsey, Henry. That's right. And then Olsen crushed him. I remember we discussed this, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I remember looking at this. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean. I, I think Vladimir will probably be back, right? I think so. Because he was he was questionable for last week. I think he played right. Um, did he play last week? I thought he was out last week. Marshall. Yeah, he didn't play. He didn't practice Wednesday or Thursday. So watch out for Lattimore because that kind of helps him. That would help DJ more a lot too. Absolutely, yeah. That is pretty important. So, although they did whoop up on the Bucks last week, regardless. Um, I mean, I don't know with Olsen and Cook like. They're they're both like like the tight end sucks and like their guys they were good enough to like work for you so yeah um, I uh, mean I, I don't know about Cook either because I mean the last two weeks let's see he got six for seventy four and then two for thirty three in a touchdown so I mean 
Yeah, I guess for Cook it's more if you think they're behind. I, I think I like. I think Greg Olson makes some sense. Cook's not like a terrible choice, but like I said, neither neither spark joy that percent. spark joy. I do. I prefer Olson to Cook. I think I agree. As weird as that is to say, <laughs> like it doesn't sound sexy, but and I do not like either of them that much. That much. Mm-hmm. This projects that I'm looking at has them really close too. So yeah, it makes sense. Um, like four for fifty. Yeah, the cl- the classic Greg Olson, like yeah, like five for like that four for fifty, whatever. Yeah, the classic old man tight end line. But <laughs> so next up, we've got uh, my Oakland Raiders at your New York Jets. However, we both have Oakland here. Definitely. Yeah. So I know you said you were you were watching like a video breakdown on this game or something. I was watching a video breakdown of the Jets defense to see like if there was any merit to the idea that the Jets could hold their own in this game. I uh, basically like affirmed that Oakland would win. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like just in like a nutshell, it's all because Greg Williams has done a really good job actually. He's has no pass rushers on the team and he's created a pass rush using like nickel and corner and safety blitzes. So he'll bring up Brian Poole and Jamal Adams to blitz the quarterback to get pressure. And it's working. That's why Jamal Adams is getting a lot of sacks. But when you do that, you're sacrificing basically a little bit more coverage in your secondary to help create pressure and stop the run, which like is fine against teams that can't throw. But Oakland can their line is very good Mm -hmm. they can't if they can't generate pressure with four I guess that's like the big thing the Jets need six to generate pressure or five or six basically and against better teams you need to be able to generate pressure with four yeah and and they they can't do that I don't think there's any I don't think I feel like that confident about any of them winning a one-on-one matchup with the Raiders line either no exactly So. (laughs) so yeah I um the Jets have been really good against the run lately. I do think they do initially try to stop Jacobs, but after Carr starts airing it out, I think Jacobs gets some breathing room and he does fine too. So Carr's a banger for me this week. So is Waller and Tyrell uh, on Oakland side. I I also think that you'll be fine starting Darnold. Like Darnold has also a solid matchup against the Raiders secondary. Yeah, no, I, I agree there. Um, and I'm also on, I think it's a Robbie week. I haven't said it once this season, but I do think it's a Robbie week. Oh man. Oh man. I know. Oh man. Robbie week. <laughs> no, it makes sense though. Like Oakland's not like they've, they've gotten some sex the last couple of weeks, but they haven't been a team that generates much pressure all year. So maybe they, maybe they do, but like their secondary, like their pass defense is anything special. Yeah, exactly. So. And they they generate decent pressure. Um, they did lose Arden Key uh-huh. recently, which stinks. But but yeah, I, I think I and mean, like Robbie, he has like some really really favorable matchups coming up. But man, it's been so tough. I know, but I'm on the Robbie train this week. Okay. I'm on it. All right, it's a gut. And then um, the sun. <laughs> I hate when the sun be leaving or whatever. <laughs> the sun stay out late. I like yeah, I like when the sun stay out late. <laughs> it's funny. Um, and then Jacob in this game, um, I see Rob is like fine. I, I agree that's in the sense of like the offense should be scoring some points so he could benefit from that. Like like if you you want a running back on a team scoring points, that's you know just kind of a given there. Yeah. So yeah. The um, over under is interesting. I'm kind of not touching it. It's, I think it's at like forty six, which is basically like uh forty six is yeah, what? Yeah, see forty six and a half, yeah, it's oh, pretty 20, good. Twenty what, like this is like twenty three, or twenty six twenty pretty much. Right. That, that's what the that's what the spread implies too. Actually, yeah. not, not quite, sorry. That a little bit bad. less, but it's just like yeah. down a bit. Mm-hmm. Like twenty one, twenty four, something like that. But twenty one and a half. Around that. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. I think it's a little low, actually. I think yeah. it's more like a twenty-eight, twenty-four game. So yeah, I can see Ichigo getting like. I see Ichigo getting like three touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I am on the over then. So that's me. I'm on the over. I guess. Let's do it. All right. I mean, there's not like much stellar defense here, so that makes sense. Yeah. But 
Next up, we've got Seattle at Philly. Uh, we're both on Seattle right now. So, ah. Philly's banged up in general. Um, they're missing, so... Um, right now, we're, we're watching Aguilar and Jeffrey and um, Jordan Howard. Yeah, there's a lot of injuries for Philly that are pretty important. I uh, I think if Philly was healthy, this is a game they can win. And like throughout the week, I might. This is one I like. Am debating still is Seattle and Philly just because it's in Philly. It's a hard place to win. Seattle's been better on the road, um, but Philly like Philly can still win this division. The Cowboys have to play the Patriots this week. If they can get a win versus Seattle, they're in the lead. Mm-hmm. So. The team's definitely motivated. They're going to be playing for playoffs, and so they are, t- like, as a team in playoff mode, I'm assuming. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. So this is not, this is not like, an easy Seattle win. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's – I mean, it should be a good game. Like, it's – what is what are we at with the spread? It's um, Philly favored by one in a 48 on over-under, so it's – yeah. Oof. It's I mean, they're not going to win by a whole lot more than that if they do win. Yeah, so, I mean – as far as who to play here, um, the, the Seattle pass game makes sense. So Tyler Lockie's questionable right now. Um, I mean, if he plays, he makes sense as long as like, he, he like, get word that he's fine. Um, D, I think DK works regardless, too. DK. Yeah. Phillies, the one thing I will say about Philly is they're, they are getting their people back in their secondary. They aren't as bad against the pass. The pass it hasn't started points. to improve, I agree. Um, and the biggest showing of that was against New England. Mm-hmm. Brady was 26 of 47. We thought that would be a ceiling game for him. Yeah, I was thinking it would be, which yeah surprised me. So the thing is, I think Russell Wilson is literally twice as good of a quarterback as Tom Brady. So Right now, it's, I mean, yeah. <laughs> right. forty. Yeah, I mean, right now. But yeah. And Russell Wilson can, like, run. run. Yeah. <laughs> he can run around more. Yeah. <laughs> He, you know, has a sub five forty time. <laughs> I don't think there's any throws Brady can make that Russell Wilson can't. Agreed, hundred percent. Yeah. So Seattle passing game makes sense, and then if Lockett does happen to be out, I think uh, Josh Gordon like is interesting. Mm. Oh man, that would be wild. Yeah, we can play. Tally. I can see that. Don't forget to bring a towel. Forget. Oh man, I'm yeah. so high. And then, okay, what about Jacob Hollister on that side? Man, he's the only tight end on the roster. Exactly. He's getting looks. Remember when he was supposed to be, like, the Gronk successor, and then the Patriots were like, nah. Hmm. Nah. Yeah, so last last two weeks, he's gotten nine, or the last two games, he's got nine and ten targets, or sorry, six and ten targets. He's got yeah. a two-touchdown game, and then he's got eight for 62 and a touchdown, like, when Russell Wilson's throwing the ball, like it makes sense, to, like he makes sense as a play for sure. So I'm intrigued. I feel like Philly hasn't played a lot of good tight ends, so it's kind of hard to evaluate them. Yeah, I don't think their defense is like really, you know, absurd one or the other. Like New England, no. Chicago, no. Buffalo, not really. Dallas, no. Minnesota, maybe Minnesota. I'll look. Depends at when. Yeah. Depends if it was feeling or not, but. Yeah, no, Thielen played, and he did everything. <laughs> uh, New York Jets, no. Green Bay, no. Detroit. Depends. Was it Blockinson or <laughs> Yeah, that was a Blockinson. So, no. And then the only, like, the only discernible tight end, really, is Hooper. Let's see what Hooper did. Hooper was 4 for 34. But, like, the thing is, like, their secondary has been, like, their weak points, like, the like that might be part of a cause of other parts of the game, like not producing as much too. Yeah. So absolutely. Yeah, the Eagles are an interesting team to watch. I, I, I don't want to say I think that they win this and win the division and like kind of carry it out from here on. But it's, I mean, it's possible. <laughs> it's really possible. I mean, this team can. It's good. They get together. It's fucking. They're in playoff mode. Yeah, I know a couple of weeks ago we talked about like teams that would kind of go one or the other, like they're like around five hundred and have to like either like stay or swing up. And we thought like Philly made sense as a team that would like start swinging upwards. 
Mm-hmm. Like, now we identify them as one. I, I make sense. Like, they're well coached. So, I did. So, they're not going to get blown out by any means, and they could easily, you know, win this for sure. So, yeah, and I might switch to Philly. So, we'll see. Right now, though, we're, I thought we're both taking Seattle. Mm-hmm. Um, what about the Philly side? Anyone you're interested in there? I don't know who's playing. So, yeah, like, Aguilar is questionable. Howard's questionable. Alshon's questionable. Like, it's it's hard to know. I'm definitely, like, Carson Wentz will be good. He'll be fine. Um, I mean, starting the, the tight week. ends, like, <laughs> both the tight ends make sense, right? Like, Yeah, I mean, you got to start Ertz. Uh, Goddard's been doing well, too, so. Yeah, like, with, with, all of those, with all of them missing, like, it makes sense for both tight ends to be a part of it. And then, if if Jordan Howard's out, are you going to go back to Miles Sanders? I don't know. That's who I'm looking at actually right now is Sanders. Eh, Seattle's defense is not great against the rush. It's kind of their where they're average. I mean, what about Boston Scott? Um, is there isn't there a Sproles back too? Or? No, that's why they they signed a Jai because Sproles is done for the year. Oh, is he? I didn't realize that. Let me check. Let's see. Um, uh, I don't know. It feels like too. I don't know. It doesn't feel like reliable remotely. So it would be a, I, I, I think he's like an interesting player, like long-term, or like, you know, he could end up being valuable somewhere, but I'm not really too um, intrigued by him this week, per se. Yeah, it's tough to call that one. I think Jordan Howard's been practicing the last couple of days, too, for that sort of sale. Let's see. Um, there we go. Look, Jordan Howard, he's practiced limited capacity Wednesday and Thursday, so... I guess we'll find out, but yeah, there's a lot of injuries with Philly this week, so keep an eye on all of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm gonna throw Wentz up here. I think Wentz has a good game. He should. Like, I think I don't know who's gonna throw it to, but like, if this stays competitive, it's probably it is because of Wentz. So, yep, I like that call. Uh, next up, we have Detroit at Washington. Right now, we're with a Detroit. I'm not 100 percent sure though. Like, it's a gross game. It's a gross game, man. Yeah, I, taking I think... the under. Jeff Driscoll and Dwayne Haskins in Washington. Yeah, let's see. What's the spread? Or over under? Over under is forty one. Trust favorite by three and a half. Which is hilarious when you're when you're a home dog to a Jeff Driscoll led team. Oh, God. <laughs> so funny to say, but I do think Driscoll's a fine stream here just because of how bad Washington's defense is. Like it was a get right spot for Donald last week. So. Yep. Like, he well, can, they've he been actually around. like solid on defense for a lot of the year. Not great, but not bad last week they were bad they got exposed yeah it's exposed sounds kinky but naked let me look at their uh game losing as quarterbacks lately so actually yeah the, the last actually until darnold they hardly allowed like any passing touchdowns for like since brady came in but it was you know dolphins niners in the it, niners in the mud game and then Oh yeah, the mud game. Cousins Jalen got Chad Allen got one. If his Patrick got one, but and Cousins had a bad game too. Yeah, but I don't know. That's such a rough team that like there's got to be enough good field position too that like like Detroit can't really run the ball either. Like I know they have both scarred, no. but it's not like they have like a good run game. So I think Driscoll runs enough too as like to make him like not a total like bone you 100 percent play too. I'm also going to put Geis in my okay. stream. I am going to I was do waiting that. for it. Because I, I was at the game last week, and I saw Geis on the one big touchdown run he had, and that was fucking awesome. He ran right up the sideline we were standing in front of. If he's healthy, man, I mean, Detroit is vulnerable in all facets of their defense, but they are particularly weak against the run, too. And yeah. if Haskins is struggling, like it might just be AP and Geis all day. And I think... If AP takes a lot of attention away, guys could sneak up and get some big plays. Yeah, I can see that. Um, are you on any any of the passing games, like receivers at all? I do think Galladay gets his... He's got like eight touchdowns this year, he, like even with Stafford out. Yeah, I, I don't... so I don't, good. I don't hate the Detroit options, really, just because of the matchup. I don't hate Hawkinson either, actually, this week. Because, um, uh, what's his face? Driscoll looks to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. 
definitely. I mean, you know, new tight, new quarterback, rookie tight end. Like it's a good matchup. <laughs> it's a match made in heaven, honestly. You know, so yeah, <laughs> typical things. But and then uh, what about McLaurin? Um, I mean, if you have McLaurin, is there any time you're not starting him just because he has that? He is going to be getting Slay, for what it's worth. Yeah. I don't have McLaurin in anything. <laughs> I will I will not be starting him in any capacity. But yeah. I feel like the people that have him, I don't know. I don't, like, I'm not big on Haskins this week. I don't think Washington's offense is very good. If there's any offensive success for Washington, it's through the run game. Yeah, I think he's got, the pass game inspired, inspired no confidence, so I'm going to, I'm not really feeling it. Like it's it's a risk that could pay off, but I don't know. Like and like Slay Slay's good, but he hasn't been like super shut down. But I mean, I, I don't I don't trust Haskins not to get picked off by Slay. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> that was a uh, Haskins throw. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, speaking of um, some ducks, we've got Jacksonville at Tennessee coming up. <laughs> we both have Tennessee right now. Uh, it's, it's Derrick Henry, and that's the end of the statement. Yep. <laughs> yep. Like, Tennessee is no one else I want to play, because Delaney Walker, I think, is doubtful, I saw. So, Jonah is, is kind of interesting, but I don't want any of the receivers. Um, Jacksonville side, I think DJ Targ makes sense. And then also, you know, it's hard to, you can't really pinch forward net, probably, if you have him. Yeah, I don't, I don't love Chark. He's not going to do what he did last week. I don't think he's bad. He's always targeted. It's just Tennessee is like very solid in their defense all around. Yeah, this, they're going to be getting Drill Casey back, who really, really helps their run defense. Mm-hmm. So seems like he'll be back. Um, their pass, yeah, they think their pass defense is bigger than their run defense, especially like, at least when he's in. So there's, I mean, there's going to be a Jacksonville receiver that does something, and Chark seems like the most likely. Like Foles clearly really likes him too. So for sure. I see you put Tennessee defense here too. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I can get, I can get behind that. I think home team AFC South divisional matchup. I don't. I also don't believe in Nick Foles. So like, <laughs> yeah, this is one of those things where like some of our preseason or like early season takes are kind of like coming back around. Like, oh, yep. are we right or not? We were. Just in case <laughs> anyone was wondering. <laughs> yeah, Foles not any significant upgrade from Minshew or anything. Nope. Possibly the other way around, but um. This game's pretty meh. So, Dallas at New England. Right now, I've got New England. Are you taking them too, currently? I am taking New England, but I actually do think Dallas makes this a good game. Mm-hmm. So, so Zeke, Zeke is a banger here for us. And so, you may be saying, but Bill Belichick's going to take away their best weapon in Zeke. And I'm going to say, I don't think Belichick sees that as their best weapon. Like... So, agreed. Yes, agreed. Thank you. Okay, yeah. keep going. So, like, Belichick's smart enough to know that, like, the the Cowboys have been by far the most dangerous when they've been, like, airing it out and Kyler Moore's, like, doing his thing and Dak has been taking over. So, he's like, when teams sell out to stop Zeke, Dak beats them. Like, yes. So, I don't, I think they're gonna, like, their strength is their secondary. I think they're gonna be content to let the Cowboys run a bunch because, you know, Jason Garrett, if, he, if Zeke rips off, like, two, you know, first down runs in a row on a drive, he's going to just run all day. And, like, I'm sure Bill's 100% content to let them, like, run, 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 like, field goal, run, 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 punt, like, maybe a touchdown, like, you know, 10-point half, like. They're going to let them run, like, things through the middle, but they're not going to allow anything, like, to the outside and, like, deep chunk plays. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're they're going to try slower to shut down, like, Cooper in the pass game. It, it makes sense too. So that's why, like, they've allowed some running, and then also it makes sense for them to like one, like, what the, the most dangerous part of the Cowboys is, and two, just from a psychological standpoint of like Jason Garrett, like the clapping monkey with the symbols. Like, <laughs> if if he sees a good run, he's gonna clap his monkey symbol hands and keep running. So right, I know. I was, so I was texting my friend on uh, Monday. He. He's picking up a shift for me, and I he asked me for some uh, some game picks basically in return, and I was like, you know, you look at this New England Dallas game. Dallas is better than New England in many facets of their team. 
their offensive line is better. I don't really care that New England's getting their left tackle back. He's never played a game before because yeah. he's he's always been injured. So whatever, he has literally no cohesion. Yeah. They <laughs> like Dallas's O line is better. Dallas's defensive front is better. Like New England's strength is their secondary, and the big gap is their coaching, which is yeah. why New England still <laughs> wins at home with the better head coach. But Dallas, like, if Dallas had a better coach, they should be possibly winning this game. Yeah, when you have. A, when you're better in the trenches, that's most of it. That's how the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Exactly. They were better in the trenches, and Doug Peterson's actually competent. <laughs> <sighs> Man, but yeah, like I said, if this team were decent, they'd be eight and two. Like if I said the coach were decent, they'd be eight and two. Yep. Because so, the the Jets yeah. lost, they shouldn't have lost to the Jets. Like, no, absolutely not. And like they 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 put up a fight trying to come back too, and like. The Cowboys, like the loss to the Vikings, was close. Like the loss to um, the Saints was close. So like, if yep. you know they get, if they get two of those three, like which as a you know good coach you think you should, but I don't know. So a good coach wouldn't have lost to the Jets that week. Yeah, a good coach would out coach Adam Gase, right? <laughs> One would think. That's the alarm going <laughs> off for that. <laughs> um, okay, so anyone else on the Dallas side you're into? Um, like, I'm kind of off of the receivers for the reasons I explained. Right, exactly. So, yeah, I'm into into Zeke this week. I'm thinking maybe we see some cob. Some corn on the cob? Some corn on the cob. Slob. Anyway, he's been uh, <laughs> he's been uh, clicking with Dak in the past couple weeks, and he is, like, their WR3. So mm-hmm. he is the one guy that might be left alone a little bit. Gotcha. What about, what about Witten? Any love for Witten? See, I don't think Belichick's going to care about Witten that much. <laughs> so, like, he'll get his, but he also has his own ceiling that he caps. Yeah. He's not that fast to work. Mm-hmm. No. But I, 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 uh, words are hard. I just, like, stop. My brain just broke. Um, <laughs> I do think Witten is, like, an interesting streaming option, though, for, like, tight end if you're stuck for injuries or buys or anything. Sweet. Like, if you have Hunt for Henry or Kelsey, then you need a tight end this week. So... Uh, I think Witten's a fine option in that sense. Uh, New England side? What are you thinking? Like Edelman? Always Edelman. I think some Sanu, too, this week. I was off him last week. Is he playing? He out? Oh, shit. I didn't hurt. I think he's, like, likely out. Oh, no. Snoo, snoo. Yeah, he hasn't been practicing this week. That's interesting. Yeah, like, I think he, I'm pretty sure hurt his ankle. Ankle, yeah. Yeah. So um, I actually don't hate Sony Michelle this week, and I generally do. Not like I I think he pounds one in. Like I think he gets. I could see his. him being the touchdown cuck this game. Like in general, yeah, like right, exactly. Like he is touchdown dependent. And I do think he gets one this week. Yeah. I, so so, what do you think of Brady this week? <sighs> like football wise, not like. <laughs> <laughs> right. Not super high on him. I'm not sure. No. Yeah, I think. I mean, I think it'll be okay. Nothing special. Like, I mean, he's not like a fantasy stud this year or anything by any means. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah. He, they haven't been like the past couple games. You over under on this game right now is at 45 and a half. It's been bet down from 47. For its worth, it makes sense. Like as we've been talking about it, it seems like a lot of defensive play. Mm-hmm. So. But right now we've got New England. Um, any interest in either defense here? No. Agreed. Not really particularly. <laughs> yeah, I feel yeah. Not enough to pick one versus the other, yeah. Exactly. Like New England's defense has been good, but I don't I think Dallas' offense is potent enough to make it not like uh I mean you, you can't like just say don't play New England's defense really because they're that talented and like that good. And like that could have some bad interceptions. You like I could I could see a pick six this game, but Yeah. I uh I I guess for me, if I had the New England defense, I would be looking for a different option this mm-hmm. week that I liked a little bit more. Yeah, but I, I get that. But you know, if if you don't have any other good options, like they're they're okay. Just like okay, I'll just you know hope for the best here. <laughs> and then uh, our Sunday night game, we've got Green Bay at San Fran. I'm torn here. So I am locking in green bay i've Mm. been on this for like a week and a half just (laughs) like this to me is 
a hundred percent a Rogers donging <laughs> and and like the Niners are great against the pass like Aaron Rodgers it's technically in fantasy it's the number two ranked defense so you might be thinking to sit them do not sit Aaron Rodgers this week do not do it because Aaron Rodgers is going to torch them can you tell me why please I know we discussed this briefly uh can you can you reiterate some of your reasoning there's there's a few reasons why I'm super high on this but the biggest thing is that like San Fran their offense as a whole i'm going to start there and move on to like rogers but their offense (laughs) as a whole is controlled through their run game and it's been found out the past couple weeks and they've lost a few games they almost lost to the cardinals last week because of it like their run game was stopped Mm -hmm. and arizona's run defense is not that good green bay is coming off of a bye and i think that they're defense shuts down the run game and forces Garoppolo to throw. Now, this isn't necessarily a bad thing because Garoppolo has shown that he's fairly competent in this system, but San Fran is going to be down a number of uh, receiving options this week. Uh, They really need Kittle back. If they don't have Kittle back, I'm going to even double down harder and say you can take the Green Bay defense this game too. Yeah, Um, Kittle's questionable right now. Um, Kittle's questionable. Kittle's the only – he's the one with the matchup. Yeah, Sanders is questionable. It seems like he's on the the good side of questionable, but I'm not sure on that one for sure. Then Breed is probably out. And I think like since San Fran's offense has sort of been figured out, it doesn't bode well for a well-coached Packers team coming off of a bye. And the other thing is that Aaron Rodgers loves to play in California, man. He, like, he's going to the West Coast. He's going to be feeling good, and he's going to want to show show up the Niners because they passed on him to take Alex Smith, and he does fucking hold that. Still. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he's petty for sure. If you think he does not use that as motivation, oh, man. <laughs> oh yeah he's definitely that person to do because like i know like flipping back to a game like jarvis had been talking he talked about how like he's been waiting to play the dolphins like since he got traded or since he, he left or whatever so i'm like oh man oh man here this is gonna be fun he's, yeah because like you can just tell the type of players that like definitely want to show up a team that they like either left or passed on them oh yeah and i guess on the flip side san fran's defense they kind of just got torched by kyler murray yeah, he's showed them up both weeks. Um, and they they have some injuries that are pretty pretty important on both sides of the ball, but uh, D. Ford is not playing this week. Their left tackle, Joe Staley, is still out, which is really big too. Like, Joe Staley's great, and mm-hmm. he was supposed to come back. He re-injured, so he's gone for another couple weeks. If they don't have Kittle, man, this is a pretty easy pick for me. Um if they get Kittle back, I think it's definitely more competitive because Kittle is the he has the easiest matchup on the team for sure. That's where like Green Bay struggles is against tight ends. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah, I'm all in on Green Bay. It, they I would be tell. my lock of the week if they weren't an uh, an underdog. Mm-hmm. There, you're upset. Yeah. So um. Yep. Yeah, I'm unsure on this game. So you make a lot of Green Bay points. Um, I know we both like Rodgers this week. I like Aaron Jones too. Um, whether it be ground game or like pass catching passes from Aaron Rodgers. Um, San Fran's a lot easier to attack on the ground than in the air. Um, I do think Coleman makes sense too, just from um standpoint of still no Burita, and then um you you can obviously still beat Green Bay on the ground. Like the Green Bay defense isn't like spectacular at all so no but it's solid it's solid and not having the left tackle hurts yeah so let me check on him but justin school school but his name is justin school s-k-u-l-e yeah i think so justin school sixth round pick 22 years old. 20. Hey, what's your name? Oh, I'm just in school. Well, but like, what's your name now? Like, <laughs> I'm just in school. <laughs> God, some names are just wonderful. Um, <laughs> how do you feel about Jimmy G here? I think Jimmy G is an average to above average quarterback being floated by a really good head coach and a really good roster. But like this game though, I agree there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean for this game? Um, yeah, I, 
I don't, I don't know. I think he probably does okay because I think they do try to shut down the run, um, and he is forced to throw. But I'm not. I don't. I'm not high on Garoppolo this week. Gotcha. I feel that I'm kind of indifferent on him. But this game will be good. They flex this one into Sunday night, so it makes sense. So I'm excited for it. And then finally, we have Monday night game: Baltimore at the Rams. We both have Baltimore. Um, obviously, you start Lamar. That's like a given every week. After that, I've been struggling to figure out who I like. Dude, this is a tough game to call. The matchup of it is very intriguing. Mm-hmm. Because think... the they match up perfectly incorrectly, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, the Rams have a terrible offensive line, but the the Ravens don't really have a great pass rush. It's not like a strong point. Yeah, like, Judon's like they'll good, probably but... get after Goff pretty well, but they could really... So as you heard the zoop there, our audio unfortunately cut out. Luckily, we were near the end, so I'll just kind of walk through where we were on the rest of this game. We were mostly on the tight ends here, um, Mandrews and Everett, just because um, the corners for both sides are pretty good, and we felt like that would kind of funnel some stuff in. So Everett, again, falls into the streaming consideration because the corners are strong for Baltimore, so that's going to you know pull some stuff inside. And Cut may have a good time too, I think, but um, we're also on Mandrews on the other side because um, Hollywood's going to be stuck with uh, Ramsey and if Hollywood's hobbled at all we're not really a fan of that matchup and with the running backs ah, this one's tough because like they're both kind of touchdown dependent at this point so neither's really thrilling um I'm not like huge on either or terribly off on either but um Ingram's been tough too lately because it's in a committee so I'm not huge on either and there weren't like a ton of options we were thrilled about in this game but it's going to be a good game um we kind of feel like there's a chance it could hit the under and right now we do both have Baltimore in this game as well and um, one of my comments um, when we were talking about the pass rush was I was thinking there could be a lot of coverage sacks because, um, like I said, if if they're outmatched, um, you know, in the secondary, like if the Rams are getting, you know, blanketed by uh, Baltimore, then we've, we've seen Goff kind of struggle some with that. So um, that could be beneficial for the Baltimore defense um, in that sense. So another reason to kind of be on Everett because – he kind of outsizes the uh, the corners, and in my opinion, he definitely outspeeds, outspeeds the linebackers. So he's in, in streaming consideration for some of those reasons as well. And then on our locks and upsets, so Mozzie is going with Oakland for his lock over his Jets, <laughs> and um, his upset is Green Bay over San Fran. I'm still undecided on that game. It's going to be tough. And um, my lock was <laughs> Atlanta. They burned me a lot earlier in the year. I had to take some time off from them they made me sad but their revitalized defense gets Jameis so I'm excited and then my upset is Seattle at the time when we uh picked these they were they were underdogs actually but I'm going to check right now on Saturday afternoon when I'm doing the editing and found out we uh, were missing a bit what the line is now so um Philly's still favored by one so that still counts as my upset and then I want to thank you all for tuning in. We're going to be back with hopefully some live streaming, some like video content for, for YouTube on it. We'll to see our lovely uh, faces for radio um, coming at you. And hopefully that'll give us some opportunities. We want to use StreamYard for it because that's been good. But uh, we'll figure it out. So look to see us on the YouTube soon doing some YouTube live. Thank you all.